Welcome to Live, Love, Engage, the podcast where we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how you can live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. I am your host, Gloria Grace Rand. Now, let your light shine. Hello and namaste. I am so glad to be with you today because I've got a special guest, someone that I have met online through um, actually a couple, couple different places. One is through an online community called the Wellness Universe. And also we have become Facebook friends, but now I'm so delighted because I've gotten to actually see her through the wonders of Zoom. So it's great. Uh, her name is Kim Ramsey Winkler, and she has been on her own healing journey most of her adult life, as well as being able to help others uh, heal and find their inner light, which is something that I love, especially. Um, she has, uh, back in 2005, a friend introduced her to something called Chios Energy Healing, um, which she's going to share some more about that because it was something I had never heard of. But it is a modality that treats and repairs the human energy system to facilitate emotional and physical healing, which sounds really awesome to me. Um, in 2006, she attained the level of certified Chios master teacher and began offering healing sessions and instructions to others. And her compassion and calming energy and skills with the modality have helped bring healing to numerous clients, both in the Boston area, where she has her practice, uh, River Evolutions, and also she's able to offer online and distance healing to clients around the world, which is pretty cool. Um, Kim is also an abuse survivor, so that makes her especially sensitive to the needs of other survivors. And she's experienced with working with people who are neurodivergent, touch averse, or who live with mental illness and welcomes clients from the LGBTQIA community or who live alternative lifestyles or relationship styles. And so we are really, I personally am really happy to have Kim joining us today. So welcome. Thank you, Gloria. I'm really excited to join you today. Thanks. Well, you, one of the things that you mentioned or that I know is part of who you are and something that is something that is very close to me is helping people find their inner light. Um, Cause I'm all about helping people shine their divine light. That's sort of where I come from. But what, what does that mean to you, that expression to helping people find their inner light? I believe that everyone has light inside them. Some, for some, it shines brighter than others. Um, people who, tend to gear toward healing, toward empathy, have a really bright inner light, but abuse and trauma can dull that light. If you're in a situation where you're being abused or bullied and you're constantly being told you're nothing, you're worthless, that light starts to get eclipsed. Especially if it starts as a child, you learn that you that not only do you not have an inner light, but that you are, you know, you're nothing. And that light becomes obscured by what I call the muck of other people's words. Mm. A child who hears those things from a lot of people or from people who are caretakers to them don't necessarily understand that the person who's saying it is wrong. So the child internalizes it, it becomes part of their identity. And when you've 
when you formed your identity around these negative things that you've been told about yourself, your light is still there, but it's very hard to find. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can definitely relate to that because I definitely was bullied as a child and had some, went through uh, mostly emotional abuse uh, from my mother. I loved her. God, you know, God rest her soul. She was a wonderful person, and but she had her own stuff that she had gone through, and it didn't help matters for her as well. So it's definitely taken me a long time to heal from that and to be able to let my light shine as well. But I guess that's part of what you do with Chios, right? So how, how does that help people who have gone through trauma? Chios is essentially a means of rebalancing your energy system and removing blocks, restoring flow so that your energy system is optimized. The process, because it does stir up energy, can stir up things from the past. And in my, in my personal case, I was struggling to integrate my past with my present back in 2005 when all this started for me. Mm. Um, and there were many things from my past that I had buried instead of dealing with. When a friend of mine said, you know, I do this thing called Chios, I think a session would help you. And I said, sure. That initial session brought up a lot of the things that I had buried. And they weren't things that I had forgotten. They were just things I had chosen not to allow to be in my conscious brain. Right. But I had never dealt with them. I had just kind of, as I put it, locked them in a, a metal strong box in the back of my brain and shoved that into the back of a mental closet. Sure. <laughs> So having those things brought up by the energy shifts that occurred with the healing session was difficult and painful, but it was also beneficial because I was able to deal with them. I was able to get help. I was able to get into therapy and start trying to actually heal from these things as opposed to just pretending they weren't even there. Mm. Yeah, that's that's so important because it, it is tough well it's like when you are sort of downgrading things or locking it away as you said it tends to or at least I found at least in my case sometimes that it shows up in other ways of your life not necessarily the um, healthy ways and so it's it's good that you were able to find something that would help you and, and start to unlock that and deal with it a little bit so how does energy healing help someone really find their inner light? How, how does that work? Through the process of energy healing, you know, things will come up that they can then address. Part of my healing sessions when I work with a client include discussions at the beginning and end of the session. So it isn't only the energy healing itself. There's some coaching involved and some peer mentoring because I've been where most of my clients are. And so I'm, I am not a therapist. I don't pretend to be. And I want to make that very clear to any clients and to listeners. Right. But I do have experience in talking with peers who are not as far on their journey as I am on mine. Mm -hmm. And so I, I try to encourage my clients you know, these, these things are going to come up for you. I'm here 
here's the name and number of a mental health person in your area. Mm. Talk to your doctor, talk to other peers, but above all, remember that you are a good person and what you have been through does not change that. Mm. For some of my clients, that's all they really need to hear because they've had so many voices from outside telling them they're not a good person and those voices are now in their own head and it's really hard when you've got your own mental voice saying you're a bad person to turn around and say no I'm not I'm a good person because you're you're at war with yourself sometimes having that external voice say you really are a good person and I want you to know that even if you don't believe me right now sometimes that helps more than anything else that I do for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because I, I think you're right. They need to hear that validation from someone outside of themselves. Because, yeah, when we start living in our head too much, it's it can be a real trouble. But when you have someone else saying, yeah, affirming, yes, <laughs> you are good, you are, you are whole, you're healthy, uh, I think that's that's a wonderful way to to go and 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 as you mentioned, but sometimes people do need to have other help. They do need to have uh, to seek other experts to help with with things, especially that might be really real traumatic or something. You know, maybe some kind of sexual abuse, for for instance, or something like that that maybe needs a little bit more care dealing with. Right. Exactly. I I always make sure because. When I do a healing session, sometimes I do notice things in their energy that tells me this person has experienced this type of abuse or this person has this illness that they're not getting addressed or something like that. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a mental health professional. I will never pretend to be. But I will say, you know, I noticed this Thing involving your second chakra and sometimes that means that there is a history of sexual abuse have you consider you know have you talked to somebody or I suggest maybe you have your doctor check out this area the next time you have a checkup or something like that I'll kind of nudge them in the direction of getting help that they might be putting off getting mm -hmm. yeah while still making it clear I'm not diagnosing you and I'm not telling you what to do because that's not my role and that's not my qualification. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's still, you're, you're definitely still providing a wonderful benefit because I definitely believe in, you know, there's, I've experienced, I haven't done Shios, but I've have had like Reiki healing. Um, mm -hmm. And I did that a lot actually when my mom had passed away and it really helped me a lot with the grief process. So, and so I know energy healing definitely has its place and it's great that you're able to do that. But tell us a little bit, if, if you would, if you wouldn't mind, would you be able to share a little bit about what kind of set you on this path? What's, what's your journey? How, how did you get, get here? <laughs> um, well, I, I did experience emotional abuse as a child and um, during my first marriage, mm. I was bullied in school a lot I had many, many external voices telling me what a horrible, crappy person I was and very, very few, if any, telling me that I was a good person. Um, and I, you know, I grew up, I got married, I had children, 
I struggled to be the mother I wanted to be because I didn't have the tools and I believed that I was going to be a crappy mother because I believed I was a crappy person. <laughs> so it was very difficult for me to, to be the parent that I wanted to be for my children. Right. And as they got older and I got older, I knew I needed to make changes and get help for myself so that I could try to improve things for them as well. Mm. Um, I, I tried medications. I tried talk therapy. I tried everything I could think of, but there were sometimes obstacles in my being able to seek treatment and some things just plain didn't work. Right. You know, everything works for someone, but nothing works for everyone. Right. <laughs> so I, I kept finding the things that didn't work for me. Mm. And then when my friend offered me the Chio session, I figured, well, you know, nothing else has worked, but why not? Right. Right. And it worked. Mm. It brought things up. I was able to get help. I was able to see more clearly the areas that I needed the most work on. And I, I knew at that point that I needed to learn it so that I could try to help other people. Mm -hmm. And my goal, my goal has always been to keep people from reaching the point I reached mm -hmm. yeah. because I reached a really low point for a while there. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I want to find people before they are at that low mm -hmm. and tell them what I needed to hear that would have kept me from getting there. That's awesome. So how does it, can you tell us a little bit how it works? Do you find that you can handle things with a client maybe in you know one or two sessions or does it require a little bit more work? I, I, I suppose it probably depends on, on the person. Probably no, no cases alike, but is, can you share a little bit about that? I recommend that clients have recurring sessions for the same reason that I recommend that people don't visit a doctor once in their life and never again. <laughs> Because even when you don't have a trauma history, day-to-day -day life wears down your body and it weighs <laughs> down your energy system and yeah. it weighs down your mind. Yeah. And having a regular, having regular energy healing sessions helps address things from your past, but it also helps address just the regular wear and tear that anybody is going to experience because that's what life is. Right. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Um, I might have to check in with you soon because <laughs> and see what a session will be like for myself. Because, like I say, I I still well because I I know what you mean. It's like there are still even though I've done a lot of work on myself over the years, stuff still comes up, <laughs> you know, and the, and and just even day to day things come up. And then you know, some days you do better at dealing with them than others. And if you can have someone to rely on like yourself to get a little tune up, you know, like we have to get our cars tuned up for heaven's sakes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. People pay, some people put more effort into keeping their cars tuned up than keeping themselves tuned up, which is unfortunate, but that's, you know, I think that's a side effect of the abuse and bullying that some people experience. They don't believe they're worth keeping themselves tuned up. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which is, which is a shame. And one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I want to be able to, I guess, empower others and let them know that you are, you are worthy, you are enough, and uh, that you are meant to 
shine your light, like you said, to be able to shine, to, you know, reveal your inner light and, and be able to live a full life, however that looks like, because it's going to look different for everybody, but you're not meant to just suffer and be miserable and think that you're not good enough. Exactly. We're, we're all created by the same creative power. Mm-hmm. And we are all created as abundantly worthy, abundantly lovable, and abundantly deserving to exist. Other people are what convince us otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. So we will carry on and do our work in the world, won't we? <laughs> exactly. So how, uh, if someone wants to be able to get a hold of you and uh, maybe, you know, start exploring, possibly doing a CHEO session, how, how, what's the best way for people to contact you? Um, people can visit my website, uh, riverflowhealing.com or riverevolutions.com. It's the same website, but I've changed my business name. <laughs> um, they can also find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page for River Evolutions. And they can email me, Kim at riverflowhealing.com. Okay, awesome. Well, I will also put all that information into the show notes as well so that people will be able to uh, follow you and also on YouTube uh, so people will be able to uh, connect with you as well. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Kim. I appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. Right. Well, and then we'll see you on the next episode. So take care, everyone. Namaste. One more thing before you go. As a valued listener of the Live, Love, Engage podcast, I want to help you shine your light in the world, not only while you're listening to the show, but all day, every day of the week. That's why I created the Live, Love, Engage Spiritual Awakening Community on Facebook. It's a place for you to gather with other business professionals and entrepreneurs who are committed to living the life of their dreams. If you want to be a part of this community and receive free trainings from me, go to liveloveengage.com and request to join. That's L-I-V-E-L-O-V-E-E-N-G-A-G-E.com.